0: Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Compass Group International, and welcome to another episode of Expat Thailand. Today I have an interesting episode, and it stems from a, an article that I read from one of those personal finance magazines or business magazines. It's either Newsweek or Fortune or Business Week or something like that. And the article, the headline states, a man that retired when he was 34 with $3 million, 10 years later has to go back into the workforce just in order to pay for both his children to go to college. That statement should shock you. That statement certainly should show you why the idea of retiring in your Western country unless you are worth tens of millions of dollars, makes absolute no sense at all. And also in addition to that is, that statement really, really points out for many of you that are listening to this, that are on track to doing, to making seven figure incomes and looking to retire young, maybe in your early 30s like this gentleman. And again, it's a tremendous mistake to think that your money, by retiring your 30s, is going to, you're going to be able, it's going, it's basically, you're thinking that's going to provide you the same level, same quality of living throughout your lifetime. It's a huge misconception and a big wake-up call that uh, really those bells haven't rung for a lot of you yet. So let's talk about why this article is so important and how it relates to Thailand. So let's kind of compare, uh, try to compare the same exact scenario with if this gentleman, when he retired, so I think he sold his tech startup for $3 million, and I think he lives in Southern California. So if he were to make the same exact move, retire at the age of 34, married with a couple of young kids, but instead of retiring in the States, moved here to Thailand. How would that look today? So before I get into that is most likely, if you look at his financial picture, he's probably, it's been 10 years. So he's like 44, 45 years old. His kids are ready to go to college. So he's expecting at least, you know, any can be anywhere from 200 to $250,000. So another half a million dollars to put his kids through college, just a normal college, not really going through an Ivy League college. If it's Ivy League, we're looking at maybe Uh, Closer to a million dollars Most likely because most Americans make this unfortunate mistake He probably still has debt. He still has housing debt He still has a car debt He still has credit card debt. So here he is even he has a big chunk of change He still didn't pay for his home outright And, and I'm assuming that that is the case because I have seen, and again, I've I've been in the financial industry for 30 years since working at the bank, and I have seen people that are worth millions, that can easily pay off all their debt, but they don't want to do that, is because they feel that they want to have cash on hand and for other opportunities that should come up. Not thinking that a rainy day down the road, simple thing like paying a mortgage may be a problem. Nobody ever thinks about that until the problem occurs. So let's assuming 10 years later, he still has housing debt, he still has auto debt, and maybe other miscellaneous debt. So maybe he's withered through half, maybe a million and a half already, but he still has debt and he's still young. He's 44, 45 years old. I'm assuming his wife is along the same age. So he's got a good another 30 years, both him and his wife, left in them. And then their children. Because more and more kids, even college kids, even college graduates, are moving back home with mom and dad. It's a trend that's not going away anytime soon. As long as inflation stays as high, as long as housing stays as high, that is not gonna change anytime soon. So anywhere from, let's say if his kids are gonna be in college for the next two to three years. So let's say four years of college. So within 10 years, most likely he can expect his kids are gonna move back home and he's gonna to have to take care of them for them to eventually get themselves a good job and start you know, kind of fending for themselves. So he is well aware that he's running out of money and he needs to go back to work. And that to me is almost like a Greek tragedy. It's sad. It's sad to think, here's this very intelligent gentleman, created a product, sold it, made millions of dollars, three million dollars, three million dollars to be exact, but it still isn't enough for him to retire. That to me, folks, is sad. The American dream is gone and has been for a long, long time. And you will see analysts and analysts talk about it. You will, talk, you will hear from smart gurus, financial gurus like Ray Dalio talking about it, but the change in world power and the fall of uh, the West. Things are changing, folks. So now, let's take the same exact scenario I've been in Thailand for 10 years, and let's step into his shoes, but make some changes. 34 years old, 10 years ago. So that's uh, 2013. And back in 2013, real estate's still very inexpensive here in Thailand. It still is very inexpensive. So I'm assuming, I mean, he has $3 million sold his company. He's not living an extravagant lifestyle I mean, having a couple million dollars, having under $5 million in California, you're kind, people kind of feel like maybe they're a, a upper middle class. That's it. They don't feel like the 1%. They don't feel wealthy. They don't feel rich because it's not a lot of money. And places like Las Vegas, places like Phoenix is also getting more expensive. Look at Florida. Florida is getting outrageously expensive. So, I'm assuming he only has one house, and obviously it's probably not free and clear. Probably over the last 10 years, maybe made 25, 30%, even 40% of his gains because of the housing market in California really shot up. So, let's just say it's a it's an older four bedroom house, just under 3,000 square feet, so maybe 2,800, 2,900 square feet. And maybe that house today is worth about a million dollars, even with today's uh, change in the housing market. So 10 years ago, back in 2013, if he would have picked up and moved here to Thailand, first of all, he could have put his children in private school. Maybe they're in private school back then. He could put them in private school here. It would be the same exact education that they're getting, maybe even better, but they have also a better opportunity of being bilingual, maybe even trilingual. So it's not just studying English, but also Thai and also Mandarin or any other language. And in addition to that is, he would have had the opportunity to buy the same exact home in a gated community here in Bangkok or here in Thailand for a fraction of the price. That house back then would have been about $200,000, maybe $250,000. And again, it's a four-bedroom, two-story home in a gated community. Today, that same exact home is about, roughly about $300,000. So he could have paid for that free and clear. Let's just say back 10 years ago, moved here to Thailand, paid for that home, $300,000 free and clear. Then in addition to that is, most likely, they probably also want a beach home. So, another $300,000 could have bought them a really nice two to three bedroom condo, most like a three bedroom condo, either within walking distance to the beach or right across the street from the beach, or a house of the same size, two stories, four bedrooms, around 3,000 square feet for 300 with a pool and within a 5 to 10 minute drive to the beach. 5 to 10 minute drive to the city center in a place like Cha'am or Hua Hien or even Jom Tian,' So $600,000, two homes, free and clear. Now the $400,000, I'm assuming that this guy's not living an extravagant lifestyle, but let's just overestimate and say that the $400,000 is what he spent, would spent in the last 10 years being here in Thailand, paying for two kids in private school, and living a lavish life. That means having a maid, having two cars, one in each location. So one car in Bangkok, one car at the beach. Having a live-in maid. So 400,000, that's a lot of money folks. Just to let you know, uh, $400,000 would easily last a couple uh, that's 35 years old. Uh, That could last, that would last for ties, upper middle class ties they could retire on that at 35 years old. So, $300,000 for a home in Bangkok, free and clear. $300,000 for a home, in let's say Hua Hin, free and clear. $400,000, 10 years of living expenses. That's a million dollars, so he still has two, he would still have $2 million left today. That would be still more than enough to put both these kids in Ivy League schools and if even they want their master's degrees, and he, was still, he and his wife would still have enough money because they have no housing debt, no car debt, to last them for the rest of their lives. They would have, an, let's just say it's a million dollars that he's going to invest in, set aside for his kids' school. That leaves a million dollars for him and his wife. That is enough for two lifetimes. Living a luxury lifestyle. I hope I wasn't too confusing, I wasn't trying to be, because I'm talking a very high 35, 40,000 feet level. Obviously, I'm not gonna go line item by line item, but what I'm saying is, is that for any of you out there in your 30s, your early 40s, and you're looking for early retirement, you're gonna do well, you're gonna sell your company, you sold your company, you have under $5 million you are making a grave mistake by thinking, or actually by retiring in your Western country. Whether it be in North America, in the UK, or in Australia, New Zealand, somewhere else in Europe, you are making a mistake because you will outlive your money. And every five years, especially every 10 years, let's just say it's every five years actually, your lifestyle would slowly start to decrease. You will see that your money's running out, inflation's getting higher, costs are getting more expensive, and then you're gonna have to start cutting you back. Well, here in Thailand, you don't have to do that because everything is still inexpensive. Even with a little bit of inflation that we have, it's still inexpensive. Like I state many times, 10 years ago, that $1 plate of food costs maybe $1.25, $1.30 now. Sit-in restaurant, uh, for one person, maybe would have been $5, but well, today it's $6, $6.50. You want to be healthy and eat organic? You can eat organic here for a very low price. My wife just found an amazing organic restaurant, and the reason why how she knows about this is she consults uh, for the top executives of PTT uh, Energy Company, which is our equivalent to ExxonMobil. And PTT is going to have a partnership with an organic company that does farm-to-table uh, type of foods, and then to start carrying their line of foods because PTT is a huge conglomerate. They're not just an energy company, but they also own Amazon Coffee, which is, um, which is awesome. We don't bother going to Starbucks or anything like that. We go to Amazon Coffee. It's half the price and it's just as good. They own Texas Fried Chicken. They own you know, many other types of businesses. So when you, go, when you drive into a PTT gas station, it's not just a gas station. It's everything. There's a 7-Eleven, there's, uh, there's an Amazon Coffee Shop, there's Texas Fried Chicken, there's this uh, Chinese uh, uh, Fast Food Express restaurant that they also own. So this organic restaurant, we went to one of their locations, walked in, beautiful, big, huge, giant restaurant. And I'm sorry, I just don't know what, I just don't know what the name of it is called because it's all in Thai Thai letters. We walk in there, very clean, very well lit, nice decor everywhere, sat down, looking at extensive menu items, of farm to table products, mostly of salads, and everything is organic and the food was amazing. So first of all, we ordered more than we usually do because we want to try a lot of different things. So number one, we tried um, their, their fried rice. So normally fried rice is made with just white rice. Well, instead, to make it healthier, they made it with rice berry and rice berry is extremely high in antioxidants. Almost as high as eating a pomegranate. And it's a species of rice that's going specifically created here in Thailand from the late King Rama IX. This was so tasty and so delicious, we forgot his health food. And then our second dish, we ordered uh, their corn, organic corn salad. So, first of all, uh, the, the rice berry. Uh, fried rice, that was about, I think that was about $6, $6. I mean, in the States that'd be like $20, or even 25 The organic uh, Cobb salad was $3.25. Big, huge salad. And then we ordered another one. We didn't know it was gonna be this big. It was organic raised chicken It was two chicken thighs with a side salad, which is big enough to be a full salad. And then you have your choice of onion rings or mashed potatoes and so forth. So we opted to be a little healthier. So we got the miso mashed potatoes. That was about $7. And just that plate alone, because my wife and I said, when we go back there, just that alone is enough for both of us because there's two pieces of chicken, big huge salad, and big glob of of miso mashed potatoes which were incredible. Never had miso mashed potatoes, it was quite tasty. That same exact plate of food, that chicken plate, would have been easily 30 bucks. So that's what I'm trying to say is, everything here is just better. You know, here is a gentleman that that sold his company for $3 million, and he's still just living a regular life as an everyday person. We're well, here, that same exact money, you're gonna be debt free, but you're gonna be living life as a one percenter. That's the key difference. That's why I say so many times, folks, Thailand is really truly made for Western millionaires. Not just Western millionaires. Asian is made for millionaires, period. If you are a millionaire in your country and you come here, you will live like, you will have experiences, you will have more choices than in your home country. So think twice about it. Think really hard, if you are going to retire soon, or you are retired, don't make the mistake of what this gentleman did. How would, you, how would you feel? How would you feel right now if you sold your company for $3 million, and that's a big win for you. Even today's dollars, $3 million is a lot. You sold your company for $3 million just to think in 10 years, you have to go back to work. How would that make you feel? For me, personally, I'd be fucking pissed. I really would. Because I have understand and figured out retirement where I don't want to work. People make the mistake of going to retirement and not figuring out what to do so they're like, I'm going to go back and get a second job. I'm gonna get my real estate license. Because, boring. because America's boring. Western countries are boring. We're here in Thailand, there's so many new things to get involved in. At the beach, learn kiteboarding. Golf. Play, learn how to play pickleball. Go hiking. My wife and I went on an amazing hike in Hua Hin, just south of Hua Hin, uh, looking just over this huge panoramic view and checking out these new beaches. And also, domestic and nearby travel. Going down south to the islands, going up north to the mountains, going to our neighboring countries that are really, right next door like Cambodia, and Laos, and, and, and Vietnam. You know, that's what makes Thailand amazing. And that's why so many people make the mistake in Western countries, when they retire, they get bored. Because they're retiring in the same city that they've been working for the last 10, 20, 30, 40 years. You've already done everything. There's nothing new to see. Even if you live in the West Coast and go visit the East Coast and Midwest, it's all the fucking same. But here, everything's new, exciting. And then for those of you who are saying that have children, like, there's no way we can freaking move to Thailand. Maybe talking to this guy. He's like, I can't move to Thailand because of my kids. I can't pick them up and move. Well, folks, I don't have kids, but I am smart enough, I've been around children enough, and I've been a kid myself, knowing that kids are adaptable. Children are adaptable. Of course, depending on their age, if you're gonna move them if from American junior high or high school and move them abroad, they're gonna, they're gonna fight with you, but they adapt. But here's the great things about here. You don't have the bullying problems like you have in the States. How many times do you have to read in a newspaper where kids now, you know, back when I was young, so I came to the States from Taiwan uh, in the early uh, 1980s. And I came to the country when I was in third grade. I was bullied. Uh, I was a small, frail, skinny little Asian kid. And uh, I lived in a primarily white neighborhood, went to primarily uh, schools are all white. So I was made fun of. But being resilient, what did I do? I exercised, worked out, got big, and learned how to fight. Learned how to fend for myself. Didn't get picked on anymore. But not many people were like me. But the problem is, or the good thing back then is, once I left school, came back home, the bullying stopped. Well, today, bullying is 24-7 because of social media. Kids today hate going to school. Kids today are are depressed, more depressed than they've ever been before. These are Western children. These are Western studies. Coming here, children have more respect for each other because there's more discipline in the schools. So if you're thinking that I can't move my kids to Asia, that's freaking, that's fucking crazy. You're nuts. No, you're nuts. Because of your laziness, because of your unwillingness to be open-minded, you are holding your kids back. You are not allowing them to be in a better environment where they can thrive without being bullied. They can learn new culture, they can be bilingual. How many of you have ever met a family of children that are well-traveled? Those kids behave and are more intelligent and more independent than kids who don't travel. I thank my parents for dragging my brother and I all over the world every single summer. That made us better people. I'm American at heart because that's where I was raised. But my ethnicity, I still didn't forget my roots, my Japanese and my Taiwanese roots, because I would go there every single year. And again, that's the diversity, the change. It helped me adapt to change. I was more, I was more openness to change. The problem with human beings, or let me me actually take a step back. You will find Time and time again, multimillionaires and billionaires would tell you there are just a handful of secrets that's going to make you a millionaire or make you a billionaire. Obviously it's work ethic, uh, but the one big one that they all say, the willingness to change, your openness to change, So how do you teach a child to change? By keeping them in the same school, in the same zip code for most of their lives? No, by moving to another country. Teaches them change, teaches them how to embrace change. And it's not just benefits your children, it benefits you as an adult. It benefits your relationship by strengthening your relationship, your family band, your bounds, binds should I say. So there are so many advantages. So I, I really want you to think twice. Really, really think hard to think that, and, and you have to stop with excuses. Stop saying, well, I can't move now because of this. I can't move now because of that. I can't move now because of my kids. Yes, you can. The longer you wait, the longer you're holding yourself back. The longer that you wait, the longer that you're waiting for a better life. and this gentleman that i've been talking about that's now 44 45 years old that made three million dollars 10 years ago now has to go back to work just to pay for his kids go back to school that is going to be an a common occurrence that you're going to see in many western countries people that have retired young in their 30s 40s even 50s realizing because of unexpected medical costs, unexpected rise in tuition, unexpected anything. Now they're having to go back to work. Where here, Thailand gives you the opportunity to own the home of your dreams, or the homes of your dreams. You can have more than one. You can have two or three or four or five. And you can become debt free. You can have no financial worries and you can still have savings in the bank. You will still live in a better place. Just today in the news, because we stream all these different channels, we use Pluto TV quite a bit here. So uh, just to let you know, here in Thailand, you gotta use a VPN, use a VPN router like Surfshark. And uh, you really don't have to pay for any streaming services because you can use Freevee and Pluto TV and Tubi, and Roku, and it's all free. It's all free. So I was, watching, uh, I was watching the news this morning, and there was another mass shooting. Some fucking asshole walked into his bank and killed four people, leaving another, uh, another police officer fighting for his life in the hospital with a shot in it, with, a, with a round in his head. That's the 15th mass shooting just this month alone in America. That is fucking insane. That is absolutely mind-boggling insane. Here, we don't ha- you don't have to worry about shit like that. You don't have to worry about Going to the bank and getting shot. You don't have to worry about going to the movie theaters and getting shot. You don't have to worry about typical just driving and someone who road rages and shoots you. I just read another story yesterday where a family was going to Outback for dinner and they're like, their 12-year-old daughter uh, in the backseat was shot and killed. It just It's sad, folks. How can you live in that country? How? I, I, I believe, you know, every, you know, I remember growing up, it's like I would hear my grandfather, this is on my dad's side, would say, oh, t- you know, everything's going to crap. Times are so much better. When I was growing up, then I would hear my dad say the same thing. And then now I'm honestly going to say the same exact thing. When I was growing up in the 80s and 90s, it was better back then. We didn't have this fucking madness like we have now. So every single generation, from baby boomers to Gen Xers to millennials and now Gen Zs, every generation, society just gets worse and worse and worse. And where, are the, where is the worst occurrence? Western nations especially the United States it gets worse and worse. And you don't have to sit there and take it. You're not a multi-billionaire. You're not some celebrity, you're not Jay-Z or Beyonce. You're not gonna, you're not some politician. You're not gonna, your voice isn't gonna do jack shit. It just, you're just blowing hot air. You're just typing nonsense. You're not gonna make any changes. Those are the people that make changes throughout the world. But instead what you can do is take a step back and worry about your own environment. How can you protect your family? How can you protect your livelihood, your finances, and move them to a place where they can be protected? Your family feels secure. You have a peace of mind. Your finances are secure. And that place is here in Thailand. It's not in Philippines. It's not Malaysia, Indonesia. Certainly not in fucking Latin America. Definitely not in Africa. It's here in Thailand, folks. This is the only country that can do that. You know, we are approaching Songkran here, which is our biggest, it's our Thai New Year. It's one of the biggest festivities uh, in the world. It's the world's largest water fight, too. So it starts on this Thursday, which is in a couple days. So we're really excited about that. So we're gonna go through Songkran and then after that, uh, we're, my wife and I are hopping on a plane and, and spending a week in Taipei. And then after that, we're gonna kick back and then we're gonna go down to Phuket. That's our life, folks. You can have a life like this and everything's fucking cheap. What are you gonna do? What, what do you do? Sit around, go to Costco, And if you live in Las Vegas, maybe just go gamble away all your freaking money in in some casino. That's not life. Eating shitty foods is going to get you fatter and fatter. Even though you're working out, you're working out three to four to five times a week. You're like, what the fuck is going on? I'm going to the gym for 45 minutes, an hour, three to five times a week. But I'm still getting fat. It's because of food in America is shit. There's more chemicals. It's more processed and the lifestyle just gets you bigger and bigger and unhealthier. Everything about this country makes you, makes an individual happier, everything. And it wasn't in Latin America. Latin America just didn't do it. Even looking at it in Fiji, didn't do it. It's here. So please, don't make the same mistake that this guy did. Really think hard about your future. Make the hard choices. Be open to change. Don't think that, oh, my husband won't move. My kids won't move. My parents won't move. Everyone is adaptable because once you're here, you're like, oh my God, you're going to say the same exact thing, folks, that every single expat says when they get here. Why didn't I come to Thailand sooner? So thank you so much for joining me, and I hope to see you soon.